It's episode 101. That's kind of a fun number. This one's on willpower. I want to talk to you about how you can maximize your self-control. Don't we all want a whole bunch of that? I think it's one of those keys to the good life, right? So today I'm going to briefly introduce you to some of the theory on willpower and then talk you through four ways you can make the most of yours and maximize that self-control. We're talking about how you can do the things you actually want to do, right? Like when you're clear-headed, you know exactly what is good for you. But once the willpower is gone, it's easy to go against the things that you say that you want. That's what we're talking about today. Stay tuned. Welcome to Here to Thrive. I'm your host, Kate Snowwise. This is a podcast for people who are ready to step up and live a happier life. It's for those of us who are dedicated to understanding ourselves and getting the best that we can out of this thing called life. It's a mix of psychology and modern spiritual thought, always with a focus on practical advice so that you can take it back and apply it to your own life. I don't believe we're here to merely survive. I truly believe we're here to thrive. So let's get going. Willpower. Elusive? Do you want more? Let's start with what on earth it actually is. So the American Psychological Association says that willpower is the ability to delay gratification and resist short-term temptations in order to meet our long-term goals, the capacity to override an unwanted thought, feeling, or impulse, Conscious, effortful regulation of the self by the self. That one's kind of wordy. And that it is a limited resource that is capable of being depleted. Now that's the bit I want to talk a little bit more about today. This idea of willpower depletion. One of the original researchers around willpower, a guy called Roy Baumister, found that our daily demands and pressures drain us of energy or willpower so that by the end of our days, we're much more likely to succumb and choose that path of least resistance. So this is the idea that willpower is a limited resource that we use up throughout our days and we deplete it. So this is the idea that willpower is a limited resource. We only have so much of it each day. Along with his theory is that every time we make a decision, we use mental energy that drains us of some of our willpower. And when we're out of willpower, that's when we're more likely to make those poor decisions and choose the easy option, often the thing we don't really want to do. So if we're functioning in line with this idea, with this theory, we need to use our mental energy efficiently. We need to not be wasting our willpower. So I want to talk about four ways in which you can maximize how you use your willpower and not find yourself trying to rely on it when it is depleted. My very first tip is to start 
fresh. Yep. Roy Balmister's theory suggests that we have more willpower at the start of our days than we do at the end. So do your hard stuff in the morning. Literally get it out of the way. Don't postpone those important tasks thinking you'll get to them later because ultimately fatigue is probably going to set in and it's going to feel like too hard basket later in your day. So go with the natural flow of things. Use this increase that you will likely experience of willpower earlier in your day to your advantage and do the hard things when your willpower tank is full. So my first tip is to start fresh. Do the hard stuff at the start of your day. My second tip is to rely on your routines. Don't rely on your decision-making capability. So going back to the theory on willpower, every time we are making a decision, when we are consciously choosing to do something, we are pulling on our willpower reserves. We are draining that willpower bucket. So don't make decisions. Rely on your routine. Automate the behaviors that really matter to you. Now, willpower is something I discuss in my resilience and well-being training that I deliver in corporate settings. Check out my website if you want to know more and also in my program channel, Your Chill. And one of the things I encourage in both of those settings is that there is real power in having an intentional and meaningful morning and or evening routine to book end your day with habits and routines that support you. So I challenge you to think, what can you do each morning that will set you up for success? Did you hear that? What can you do each morning that will set you up for success? Choose three simple things and make them part of your daily routine make them a habit it could be that you will drink a glass of water in the mornings which is one of mine maybe you'll meditate have a healthy smoothie make sure you have breakfast journal your thoughts plan your day out perhaps it's that you will take your vitamin every morning whatever works for you but I want you to be intentional with three simple things you can do in the morning and then do them frequently to the point that you're no longer thinking about them. They are simply part of your routine. And then taking it a step further, what could you close your day out with that would also support you? What are three simple things you can add to an evening wind down routine that would be good for you? For me, I have a cup of herbal tea followed by a hot shower where I have my like delicious smelling body wash. And recently one of my friends was telling me about shower bombs. I don't have a bath in my new house. I really need to check out shower bombs because that would be fun. But I digress. So sorry. My evening routine includes a cup of herbal tea followed by a hot shower. And then I do my gratitude practice when I get into bed. So this isn't something that's massively cumbersome for me. I drink a cup of tea. I have a quick shower. And then I do three things I'm grateful for as I put my head down on my pillow. And that is really routine for me now. There's no thought in that. It's just how my evenings go. Now for you, it might be getting out your clothes before you go to bed, packing your lunch the night before, 
whatever it is, just make some stuff routine so that you are not relying on willpower all the time. So my second tip is rely on your routines. Don't rely on your decision-making capability. Don't try and pull on your willpower. My third tip, know your temptations and manage them with preemptive if-then thinking. If you know your intention is to not drink alcohol at a party you've been invited to, but that you may be tempted run through some if-then scenarios with yourself before you are in the situation. So it might go a little something like this. If someone offers me an alcoholic beverage at the beginning of the night, then I will immediately ask for the non-alcoholic option and communicate very clearly that I'm not drinking this evening. If-then. The if-then scenario allows you to be really conscious about the choices you're making rather than relying on willpower or the path of least resistance, which is unlikely to be ideal. So if-then scenarios, think about them, think about your temptations, think about the things that might trip you up on the way to your goals or intentions and decide in advance what you're going to do in that scenario. So know your temptations and manage them with preemptive if-then thinking. And my final tip, number four, to make the most of your willpower and maximize self-control, make the smart choice the easy choice. If you don't want to be fighting against your lack of willpower later in the day, take away your temptations. Make the smart choice the easy choice. So as I've mentioned throughout this episode, one of the hallmarks of willpower depletion or our willpower reducing throughout the day is that you are more likely to want to take the easy route or the path of least resistance when your willpower levels are getting low. So engineer your environment so that the path of least resistance is also an option that will ultimately support you. Make the smart choice the easy choice. For example, when you're tired and peckish and you walk into your pantry at 10 p.m. and there are Oreos staring at you, but there's also an apple there, but You don't really like eating apples whole. You prefer apple slices. What snack do you think you're most likely to grab? Now, I didn't just make this scenario up. I do prefer apple slices over a whole apple. Just my thing. Cutting up that apple at 10 p.m. would be way too hard basket for me. Gosh, even chewing an apple at 10 p.m. would feel too hard for me. So if I was faced with this decision, I'd grab a couple of Oreos and scoff them on my way sleepily to bed. But if there are no Oreos there and I walk into my pantry and just see apples, truth, I'd personally recognize that I was way too tired and couldn't be bothered to go cut up an apple before bed. But if I was truly hungry and an apple was my only choice, I'd grab it. Now, I know you've probably heard people say that before, like take away temptation. But what I'm trying to say here is that the reason you want to do that 
is because especially later in your day when your willpower is depleted, you're more likely to succumb to the easy route. So just make the stuff that you want to really do consciously, make that easy. So want to work out every day but can't quite get there? Make it easier for yourself. Pack your workout clothes the night before, have everything ready to go. Perhaps you want to consume less alcohol during the week, then don't have wine sitting in your fridge so that you're staring at it every time you go to get the milk. And coming back to my example of Oreos, if you want to be less tempted to buy food that isn't healthy or doesn't support your goals, no kidding, I say do your grocery shopping online. It's way less tempting for me when I am not standing in an aisle, but I'm ordering through a computer screen. I also spend a lot less money when I shop online and have it delivered. Now, this may be a convenient excuse, but it's totally true, so I'm running with it. I don't tend to choose the random add-ons that I see as I'm walking through the aisles. Or at a minimum, try and do your grocery shopping earlier in the day when your willpower is going to be at its highest. Late night on your way home may not be the best time to call in and do your weekly grocery shop. You hearing me? I feel like so much of this is logic. And when we think back to our daily routines and that depleting energy throughout the day, it's a little wonder that we potentially succumb to a lack of willpower more towards the end of our days. But I do think it's really nice to have a framework around it to help you anchor the things that you may already know to be true. So in summary, wrapping up today, you only have a certain amount of willpower each day and you have more towards the start of the day and you tend to spin it up and head towards a depleted state later in your day. So do the hard things that require willpower earlier in your day. Start fresh, create routines around the things that matter to you but may require willpower. So take the need to make a decision out of the equation and you're more likely to do it. Practice if-then thinking around any scenarios where you think you might be tempted. So try and get preemptive and think about what you would do in the scenario before you actually get there so that you're not relying on your willpower in the moment. And finally, Make the smart choice the easy choice. Do what you can to ensure your environment allows you to choose the path of least resistance and still make good choices. I hope this episode was useful. I hope I gave you a bunch of stuff to consider and some really actionable tips to bring this idea to life to maximize your self-control. Now, here to Thrive listeners, I appreciate you. This podcast is totally a labor of love for me. I do it because I know that it's making a difference to so many of you. And it would mean so much to me if you could take a spare moment to leave a rating or review wherever you listen. I see them most easily in iTunes. So if you're on iTunes, it would mean so much if you'd take a moment to jot down some notes and I'd love to hear how the podcast has impacted you. You can go to 
thrive.how forward slash review if you can't easily find it in the iTunes app. And that should take you to the review tab. But otherwise, you can search here to thrive and you should see a review option right down the bottom. They mean so very much to me, as do all of you listening. It's amazing to know that you're out there, even if I can't see you. But your messages do mean so very much. Next week, I'm having a really open, honest, and I guess you could say hard conversation with Christine Gutierrez. But it didn't feel that hard. We're addressing things like white privilege and spiritual superiority what diversity and inclusion looks like, and how we can all be more aware. She was very gracious in letting me ask some very to-the-point questions, and the conversation is really powerful. So come back next week, subscribe now so you don't miss it, so it'll be in your downloads. But I'm really looking forward to having Christine on the podcast for episode 102. Oh my gosh, we're in the hundreds. So crazy, so fun. In the meantime, just keep thriving and enjoy life. <laughs>